Hello, and welcome back to the Kimmick Podcast. Hi, this is Kim. And this is Michaela. How's everybody doing out there today? This is our second episode. Yes. And we are going to be talking about artists. Correct. I'm going to talk about two of my favorite artists that, from the past when I was a teenager. And this is Kim, by the way. We probably sound a lot alike, being mother and daughter. So I'm the mom. Yay! And I'm the daughter. Hello. <laughs> yes. So my first artist I was going to talk about is Jim Davis, the cartoonist that makes Garfield. And he was a huge influence when I was a teenager. Had some uh, kind of a troubled uh, upbringing. Uh, and Jim Davis just helped me escape into a funny world. Uh, school was always difficult for me. So Jim Davis was, you know, study, big, fat, hairy deal. Loved it. Uh, had a, a roommate in college who was a, uh, she was an artist and studying to be an art major. And uh, her and I did a huge mural of Garfield in our dorm room, and everybody loved it. So he was wonderful. Still love him. Thank you for making such great, great art and keeping us laughing through all these years. Yay. Uh, my second one was, is uh, Salvador Dali. He's from Spain uh, from 1904 to 1989. Um, loved him. Loved surrealistic art. Could look at it forever. Would get myself lost into it. Just uh, the melting clocks. Everybody probably knows the melting clocks. I thought was brilliant. And I uh, studied art in high school and loved the surrealistic art. And it, it really um, influenced my art at the time and, and loved it. And did some murals at our school, too. That was a little, some abstract art. So. How old do you think you were when you first saw Dolly? Any, like, Dolly artwork? Um, my brother, my youngest brother, is six years older than me. And he's the one who showed me probably about junior high. Okay. And he was very much influenced by Dolly. Um, our mother loved to paint. Uh, she took uh, painting classes in Japan and was always painting. And we all have a gift of drawing and painting. So, yeah. That's very Yay. cool. I know I remember growing up with grandma's paintings in yes. my room. I had the, the Picasso. Yes. She did a, a tribute Picasso three musicians painting. And that was actually in my bedroom when I was like five. So I have lots of memories of grandma painting and things like that it was really her happiness she had a troubled uh upbringing and was very uh verbally abusive so um art was her escape and i think we all kind of learned to escape into art through her and it really did all become our happiness. Even my oldest sister is taking watercoloring. She's teaching herself just through her phone and is doing an excellent job. She oh, never even wonderful. knew she had talent, but it's been her happiness, especially during COVID. It's, it's been great. So, what, what is your past art? Well, 
So for my past art, past artists like, like, yeah, that school, sort of give me influence. Well, this is even earlier than high school. Wow. Yeah, no, this is an early love of mine. I mean, along with Jim Davis, because growing up through your love of Garfield, I got a big appreciation and love for Garfield too. So I would say Jim Davis is also a part of, say, my past art influences as well. Where's so, he from? I forgot to say. Illinois? Indiana. Indiana? The okay. I States, Indiana. Yes. yes. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. We love you. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> but I remember reading Garfield comics in kindergarten on the playground. And there was a pretty good amount of Garfield comics in my elementary school library. Mm -hmm. So at the yes. time, my best friend and I would check out all the Garfield comic books and we would go home and read them and then bookmark our favorite comics to show each other the next day at school. So I also have a huge love for Jim Davis and Garfield. So I'd say that's also interesting how your past also became... Right. A huge influence in my life as well. <laughs> Our lives are very intertwined. Well, uh, I think that we, happens. We really are. That happens a lot with. And thank you to kids. libraries. Being a <sighs> poor uh, child growing up, uh, we could check out Garfield, check out things oh, in the man. library, which was fabulous. I always lived in the library at whatever school I was at. It was just. There's something about the smell of books and the yeah. quiet. Yes. It just always felt like I could a always safe escape. haven. Yeah. I can always escape into a library. Exactly. Yes. Spend hours there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I always became yeah. very good friends with my librarians. So for the artist that I chose, I chose Edward Gorey, who was born in Chicago in 1925, and he died in 2000. He's best known for pen and ink illustrations. Um, a lot of people know him from where I initially known him, knew him from was the CBS Mystery Theater intro. Very famous. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. And there's a good chance that you will remember it. So I have very fond memories of in the summertime, my mom would watch the Mystery Theater on CBS all the time. Yes. And that intro was so cool to me as a child because it was dark, it was creepy, but it sort of drew you in. There was so much, I mean, of course it was for the mystery, you know, theater, but there was just so much mystery in everything that was happening in every little detail where you were just curious about the characters and you were curious about this strange, dark, ink world that they lived in and I found that to be the case for all of Gory's works even as I got older there's still that level of intrigue and mystery for me mm -hmm. and I think in a a little bit of whimsy too it, it is a little whimsical like, it's like dark whimsy yes which I which I always got liked and I mean as I grew up too that's always been sort of my taste is yeah. sort of Dark whimsical, well, I right. guess. So, and my folks loved uh, horror, or not horror, but uh, mystery, and mm -hmm. um, always loved any kind of detective shows, uh, masterpiece theaters, and all that. And they got me into all lot of a lot of British mysteries, and I'm I'm a huge um, 
mystery, old, uh, scary. I like scary movies. <laughs> um, all different kinds of things. Well, so that was one thing with Edward Gorey's style in particular was everything almost is set in like a mythological Victorian era with yes. the long coats and the dresses and the drapes and everything is, but yeah, it's whimsical. Like there's almost a cuteness to it. Right. But there's also all the detail too. Oh, the details. Just every I don't know little can pen draw. scratch is a detail. Such detail. Yeah. I'm fascinated by artists who can detail mm. with just little tiny things. The hours that oh oh yeah that goes to making that kind of art. It's I mean, impressive. Edward Gorey didn't really do anything other than live with his like six cats, so he had some time. But you can go visit his house. I believe it's in Massachusetts. But you can take a tour of the Edward Gorey house. So that's on my bucket list. I think one of my favorite books that he's written is The Doubtful Guest. Because it really plays that fine line between the whimsical and the kind of creepy. And just this creature shows up wearing Converse. And never leaves. And it's funny, but it's also a very dry, sarcastic humor. And he wrote all his books, too. He was the poet, illustrator, etc. So kudos to him. Yeah, exactly. What's your... Did you only have the one this time? I, I only have the one past. I mean, Jim nice. Davis is also kind of mine. So since right. those are our past artists now we're going to go into some present day artists that we've been into that have influenced us made us happy all that fun stuff so my first one i picked two (laughs) gemini that i am i can't just do just one it's too hard so i picked mary inglebright and i've loved her for a long time but especially now with COVID and everybody, the, everything going on in the world, she has always been such a positive artist to me. Um, I, I have gotten her day-to-day calendars for years, and every day it makes me smile. So she's from Missouri, was born in 1952, and still does uh, still does art, still does children's illustrations and um, but it's always the cutest art and something that just cheers me up. Like she'll have laughing matters. Yes, it does. It makes everything better. She's very uplifting too. Yes. All the quotes that she has with her yeah. art is very positive and uplifting. Like, um, when all else fails, throw a party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't get any better than that. Or uplifting. That's that's kind of perfect. Yeah. And, and it's just every day. And so I absolutely love her art. I'll never get sick of her. And my other one is John Sloan uh, with an E at the end. And I, he still does art. He um, I couldn't find out where he was from. But him and his wife bought a farmhouse out in the country. And his art um, shows a simpler time. And um, the simple surroundings, 
It reminds me a lot of my childhood. Uh, my grandfather helped build the house, and he was in, in trains. He, he has trains in there and horse and buggy. And uh, my mom and I both shared our love for John Sloan. John Sloan with an E at the end, not the John Sloan that, that was the artist long ago. <laughs> Who knew Big the multiple difference? artists named know. John Sloan? <laughs> trying to look up <laughs> more about him because he's just wonderful. I can look at his art forever. Is he the and one with the hidden cats? He, he has the... No, that's Wasaki. Ah, yeah. I like um, that one too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he also, um, he has a calendar that is called the Country Seasons Calendar that he puts out every year. And he posts uh, new art all the is time. Is he still alive? Yes, he still does art. Oh, so, yay. I love you, John Sloan. You're so wonderful. See, so, I have lots of memories of that and Wysocki from when you would do all the puzzles. Yes. So I remember oh, yes. looking. And John Sloan has puzzles too. I'm yeah. an avid uh, jigsaw puzzle person. The best thing for your brain, uh, do puzzles. They help, especially when you get older. But my my mom bought a, uh, it's a frame that you can put calendar pictures in. So you can change it every month. And keep your favorite calendar and pictures. And keep your favorite calendar pictures. And that's where I really got hooked on John Sloan because his art is so beautiful and they make such lovely pictures for your living room. Mm -hmm. so. And then you get to change it out. I could change it out. And Jim and I love to change things all the time. <laughs> that's why I have more than one day-to-day -day calendar. Yeah. I just you, you have that kind I, of attention I love, span? I do. It's, I like things to, to go and change it. It's crazy. Well, but see, I'm a Sagittarius, makes, so I don't have an attention me. span for anything. So it's, you know. Well, I don't either. i buy a day-to-day -day calendar with good intentions, but then, you know, it'll sit for three months and never be touched or looked at because, yeah. you know, that's my life. Yeah. Good intentions. Right. Poor execution. Yeah. So what art list are you, like, liking? I need the notes. Thank you. We're sharing a notebook. Since those of you cannot see, I'm sure you can hear the paper, though. But we're sharing a notebook for our yes. notes. Yes. You know, as we figure out this lovely podcast thing together. So we're new to it. Thank you for bearing with us. I'm sure you can get a chuckle out of this. If not, you can find new artists and new songs and new things to look into. Yeah, because we're here to cheer everybody up. That's what we want to do. Inspire cheer ourselves you. up. Cheer you guys up. Help you connect with people. New art. New. Just the creative, fun thingies that will brighten your day or right. inspire you. Right. Etc. We need that. We need to connect. All of us. Yeah. So, back on track. Looping back around. Whee! My, one of my current favorite artists right now is Rufus Dayglow. And he's a British comic book artist. Very, very recent work. So he worked for DC, Vertigo, Image Comics, all of that stuff. So if you're a comic book nerd, you'll know what I'm talking about. 
I myself am a big comic book nerd. I have a giant tattoo of Wolverine on my thigh. So, yes, I, we love tattoos. Yes, we do. <laughs> we have lots of tattoos and piercings. <laughs> One day we'll post a picture and you'll get to yeah. see. Anyways, yeah. Or we'll do a live and you'll get to chat with us. All of exactly. that fun stuff. That'd be fun. But uh, Rufus Dayglow, he's mostly noted for his current new work on the Tank Girl comic series. And I first discovered Tank Girl about four years ago. And it was kind of by accident. I think one of my friends tagged me in a in a clip from a Tank Girl comic. And it's actually the one that's hanging on my bedroom wall. And I just love it because she just looks so like cool and badass and like she's getting ready to fight something or fight against something. And the caption on it is like, I can't let things be this way. We can be wonderful. We can be magnificent. We can turn this crap around. And the first time I saw that, I absolutely loved it. And I didn't know what the comic was, surprisingly. Growing up as a punk kid, I had no idea what Tank Girl was until about four years ago. But I loved the image and I loved the message because it's like, you know, we can still keep fighting. We can be incredible as humans and we're magical and magnificent and wonderful, but we but can we, turn it around. But we need to be together. Yeah. All of us. We need to support each other and be there and fight around together, you know. And so that's one thing that really made me like it. So then I went down the rabbit hole and had to do my research and try to figure out, I was like, who is this comic book character? She's amazing. And then just went down that whole rabbit hole of like the original Jamie Hewlett, Tank Girl comics. Amazing. Amazing. I love Alan Martin, Jamie Hewlett, Tank Girl, like the original. Beautiful, amazing artwork. And you did um, her, you dressed up as her. Yes, I did a cosplay as Tank Girl for Comic-Con. The first Comic-Con I went to with my now boyfriend of three years. That was like one of our first dates. Yeah, Yeah. he was Booga and I was Tank Girl. It was like our fourth time hanging out before we even really started dating. Yeah, and now we've been together for almost four years. So She has a really cool tattoo of Tank Girl. I'm getting to that. Well, I'm jumping ahead. Why? Because then I'm just going to jump back and then I'm going to have to go forward. It's okay. So, we can jump. We're jumpers. We are jumpers. We we have short We're attention bunkers. spans, but we also can like think of 40 things all at once. So, yes. it, you know, you can keep up with us. So, we don't want this boring. Either. I'm telling the story, though. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can I tell my story? Yes. It was go. your idea. Okay. <laughs> so oh, kids. I forgot where I was then because you kept interrupting me. Uh, I'd love to. Anyways, Rufus Dayglow illustrated the newer Tank Girl comics. And I just love his aesthetic and the way he portrays them. There are certain comic book illustrations that I'm not the biggest fan of, the more sketchy looking ones. It doesn't really do it for me. But his, I really like. And I actually got a tattoo of one of his images <laughs> of, of Tank Girl. Yeah. 
with like, she's kind of like a voodoo tank girl with Booga in the background. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite local tattoo artists did a fabulous job. Yes. I actually tagged Rufus in it on Instagram and he commented on it. So that was super cool yeah. and made my day. But if you don't know him, look him up. He has a ton of really cool, like old school British punk comics too. Not just his tank girl work. Like he's done a lot of really phenomenal comic book work. Nice. Okay. All right. So that is our artist picks of the week. Kind of talking about our past picks, artists that have influenced us. And And then it made us happy. Exactly. Made us happy through the years, over time, things like that. So I think it is about time that we talk about our song picks of the week. Yes. So songs has always been my number one. Uh, happy place. Uh, I come from generations of singers, uh, drummers, and so music is like, if you cut me, I bleed music. Well, same, so, and I got that from you, so. So I wake up with music in my head all the time. Music's always playing in my head. Same. Music is very, very, very importante. You want to hear something really cool? Yeah. Is I heard... TXT magic song in Walmart today. And yes, I was singing very loud. I was in a store. I was in a store and I'm singing. And everybody gave me dirty looks and I just smiled at them. And it was so great. Yay. So cool. You elf reference. You never heard TXT. I was in a store and I have never heard heard them in ever. I've heard a little bit of BTS. Of her dynamite mm-hmm. and butter. Yeah, um, I heard butter last week. Nice. In one of my stories. It always just cheers me right up. Oh, yeah. I, but, was, I was dancing by the end of butter. I was I was grooving down the aisles at, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> if, if I wasn't in a store, I would have screamed out loud. If it was, if it came on in the car, I would have blasted it and screamed, yeah. But I was in Walmart and I didn't. So I just sang. Oh. So that that was my last week's pick. It was That's magic. So cool. Yay. Ah. I love it when little things like that happen. Oh, it was the best thing ever. I was just on cloud nine. That made my entire day. <laughs> so for my pick of the week, I am going to pick Moonlight by August D. Since today slash tomorrow is Sugar's birthday. Yay, Sugar from BTS. My Should we sing him happy birthday? We're going to sing him happy birthday. We're going to do it. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. We're going to do it in Korean to the best of our abilities. Please bear with us <laughs> as we really try not to butcher your absolute beautiful language. Yes, we love it. We are slowly learning. Yes. So here it goes. Okay. Ready? You going to count us down? Sure. Okay. Ana do sit. Serenchuka hamnida. Serenchuka hamnida. Sarahar min yungi. 
also known as Sugar, and we love you very much. Serenchuka Hamnida. I gotta say, sugar is probably my ultimate bias oh, out of BTS. I just he's wonderful. I love him, and this is my one year army anniversary month, which Yay. I believe I mentioned in the last episode. Nice. But it's just been a, a, a beautiful, beautiful experience and ride, and I love them all. Oh, every I, single one of them. It's hard to pick a favorite. I just yeah. Eh. But there is that you, you just you, you just kind of do human nature. I think you just sort of gravitate to one or two, or you yeah, just do. I, I have my two favorites. So who are they? Sugar and Jin. Nice. Jin is my saggy buddy, and I just adore the crap out of Jin. Yeah, he's amazing he's and hilarious. He's so and funny. The dad jokes are my favorite. I love the dad <laughs> jokes. I, that's just a typical Sagittarius thing, I think, is you make bad jokes and then you laugh at your own jokes. Yes. And yes. yeah, that's, that's what we do. And then I just I just love Sugar. Sugar's the best. He's just... Uh, I, he really I really is. started liking him. I found some... When I was getting to know the members, I found a compilation of sugar acting like an old man on youtube and i was like eh, eh, eh. i was getting to He's know the hilarious. members so i clicked on it and it was the most amazing endearing thing i think i have ever seen yes and accurate i can relate how he always wants to sit down and, and yeah. go home i, I always <laughs> want to go home too <laughs> and the fact that gin and sugar are oh. Besties, just like warms Jin's the only my soul. one he can stand. Yeah. It just warms <laughs> He's my. The only one soul. he doesn't want to kill, <laughs> which is kind I of amazing. <laughs> but well, mine's mine's Jungkooki. Jungkooki, yes, because uh, I love singing, and he's got such a wonderful voice. So he's mine. He he has been just. He's from, always I don't been your know. favorite. Always, always. Well. Um, I'm Kim Gold, which means gold, and I'm the Mangne of my family, so I am the Gold Mangne. So I guess it's kind of fitting that I picked the Gold Mangne. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have another one other than Jungkook? Yeah, Jimin, Park Jimin. Ah, Jimin. He's just lovely. He's the loveliest. It's so like I said, it's I hard to pick one I, because I do love. It, we it, love. And I them love all. them all. J Hope brings me such happiness and. They're just all wonderful. V, so v and the oh, V and he has such a great jazz voice. I, my dad was totally into jazz, so I grew up with jazz. Oh, we're gonna talk and, about uh, jazz on one love of the episodes. Jazz. I love jazz too. We'll talk and, about jazz. And RM is just wonderful. RM is beautiful. He soul. does so much. Uh, yeah, and he breaks and so many things. <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> beautiful beautiful danger prone giant yes 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 you guys are all lovely we love you all so we are here celebrating sugar yes so we are celebrating birthday, sugar's birthday 29 so yeah long story short here is my pick of the week moonlight by august d
you just want to hear the whole song. But oh, I know. It's, oh, that it's is such a great song. One of oh. my all-time favorite August D songs. And as soon as I found the solo stuff of Sugar, oh. fell in love. I still listen to, you know, August D and D2. I wish I could Regularly. Rap. Yeah. I wish I could be a rapper. I, I listen just. to at least one or two songs every week, if not three times a week. Yeah. And they're just so good. Moonlight's one of my all-time favorite songs. It's just such a good vibey yeah. song. I love how he's um, helped so many people with depression and uh, self-loathing and everything and has come such a, from, from someone who has the same kind of background as Sugar. Um, I would have totally loved Augusty as as a teen. Well, yeah, um, it's yeah. it's angsty enough. Yes, but it's also got this chill. And then with D two especially, because D Augusty the first one is very angsty and it's very much about where he came from. Yeah. But then D two very much shows you how he's matured. And how he's dealt with those things and how he's sort of gotten out of that. And, I mean, they're both just incredible, incredible albums. Yeah. And I hear he's, uh, I read somewhere that he, he's pretty much one of the only artists that have really um, shone, kind of shown a light on a lot of, of trouble. Mental health. Mental health issues. Yeah. And and that's uh, extremely important. I'm very happy that more done it so well artistically. Yeah. I'm I'm glad yeah. that more artists nowadays are talking about mental health yeah. more and sort of breaking the stigma on getting help and talking to people and things like that. So yes. see, there really wasn't a whole lot when I was I, was, I grew up 70s. You know, there really wasn't. So when I was in my suicidal stage, there really wasn't anything except for helpline. That was, we used to joke around with, you know, just like teens do, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my boyfriend and I, our braces are hooked together, you know, silly stuff. Little did I know that the helpline was going to save my life. So, um, but to have music... If you did find anything, it was usually pretty dark, but nothing that, that I can think of. Yeah, there really um, wasn't that much. It was either like yeah. party, but yeah. then like there was, yeah. Yeah. Not too Not much really. in that era, unless you really, really, just, really, just really like looked. Broken love songs, you know. Yeah. So songs about love breakups, which just kind of makes you more depressed. Yeah. So, so thank you, Sugar, for... All the songs that you have brought to light, BTS talks about loving yourself. That is mm -hmm. so key. It is so um, important. It really is. Just talking about the struggle, because we all struggle, all but us. yeah, you know, especially people in it, higher positions usually don't talk about their bad days or the times that they struggle. So. Yeah. Well, as a society, we never do. We usually just brush them under the rug. Yeah. It's okay to talk about happy things, but we're not going to, mm -hmm. you know, brush mm -hmm. that bad under the rug because we're not going to talk about that. Well, yeah. And yeah, social problem. Yeah, and social know. media hasn't made it any better because, you know, who's going right. to post about their bad days? Right. 
they're, you're only going to post when you're feeling the prettiest or the happiest right, or you're right. doing something successful. And right. most people don't post about the sort of mundane parts of their lives. Which is sad. Because I've noticed the few that might reach out, how many people in their circle will actually say, hey, I'm here. Can I help? Um, so it's always good to reach out. And yeah, it is. So, yeah. yay. So, what's yes. your pick of the week? My pick is Polaroid Love by Enhypen. This song just makes me happy. I just love this song. I've really been down and in hyping a rabbit hole. And yeah, these guys are great. Let's go. go. Let's do it. I love that song so much. And once again, that was Polaroid Love Bite and Hypen. And I'm going to work even harder on my Korean so I can sing well along. Because, sorry, you should just hum. <laughs> just hey, hum on the Korean parts. But yeah, they're just great. That's one thing I love about music is we can speak all different languages, but music brings us all together. So anybody can learn the Korean song. Anybody can sing along. We can all just jive to it. It's so wonderful. Well, and I always so. liked foreign music anyways. Like Me I too. got really into, I was taking German in high school. So I listened to a lot of German music, not just um, Rammstein. I blinked on their name yeah. for a minute, but I mean, the Rammstein is the one that everybody knows. Rammstein is really good, but there is a ton is really good. And then um, Terminal Choice, I got really into a lot of like goth techno rock of German and just so good. It's so good. We never even had much of anything. Uh, British uh, mm-hmm. artists was pretty much it. And I noticed everything that I liked was was usually British and artists. Foreign. Yeah. 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 But yeah, the Internet was a wonderful invention because then you could just... Ooh dive down the deep rabbit holes of YouTube for you hours. Find out about any artist, uh-huh. which I love, just at your fingertips. Which, we we never had that. It has really come a long way though, even just from when I was in middle school, high school discovering foreign bands. Because at that time, prior to BTS and things like that, there weren't any subtitles on anything. There was and, like no bridge. Yeah to any Asian music that I can especially even Asian think music of. so even today if you look Irish, up some a little really bit Irish music but. yeah but most of that's in English so right anything that's right. a different language like you know I'd try to find out about different artists and all you could find was all in German or you know right. Russian and it's like oh and very limited on what you hey I can't read any of this and Google Translate only goes so far as we all know but Nowadays, it's gotten a lot better. You know what I love, too, is you can pull up lyrics. Yes. We never had that growing up. If you had lyrics in the record, you scored. But most artists didn't. So my favorite thing to come out, because I was loved to look at magazines, was they had Song Hits magazine. And I would save my coins. and You, you know, it would be the top pop. But boy, 
have lyrics. Mm-hmm. It was like a gold mine. Yeah, it's like gold. Ever since I got into K-pop, Lyrics Genius, I believe is what the website's called, is yeah. like my best friend. Because yes. they have the best translations yes. of anything. So that has become my best friend since getting into K-pop. And mm-hmm. it's, so, it's so fun discovering music in different languages because, you know, you, you get to, you know, listen to it. And then you just get to objectively listen to it and then dive deep into the meaning and the lyrics and... I just love that about foreign music. Um, I I love uh, like Iggy Pop. <gasps> he loves finding new music. I love Iggy Pop. And it is it's like a diamond in the rough. Yeah. And he just gets he just gets like high from finding new stuff. And yeah. and so do I. I'm always thirsty. I have this insatiable uh, thirst for music always. Oh, same. So, same. And I think I lost count of how many records I gave a bunch away to move. Uh, we still have eight, a lot. 800, possibly. We still yeah. have a lot. And that's not even CDs. That's just that's oh, just yeah. vinyl. Yeah. My CDs are, I, I can't even begin to. Yeah, I have a, a massive collection of music. <laughs> We're just big music heads. And being, um, I'm a big punk fan yeah. in general, which... I got from my mom. Yeah. But people like Iggy Pop and Billy Idol. Yeah. When they're talking about just how much they love music. And John Taylor from Duran Duran, too, is a huge influence. And love Duran Duran. Just so much. The way. Duran Duran. Duran Duran. Duran. But the way that they talk about their love for music. And it's not just, you know, in their genres that they found themselves in Mm -hmm. they all have this just insane love of music and i always really identified with that because as you'll come to find as you listen we love everything 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 and we will talk about everything Everything. (laughs) oh another good one um is lux interior and poison ivy from the cramps they were Avid yeah. record collectors. Oh, well, remember I, I just told you that I read about John Five, who yeah. uh, liked uh, listened to uh, Hee Haw and liked country. He was influenced by country music, which I thought was so interesting. Uh, you, you never would think. Yeah. Um, but I always told to- Michaela that music is a three sixty. I think it's all connected. Um, I'm. Like when I moved to, I went to college up in Sheridan. It was really country. Country was the 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 music, and I kind of felt like a fish out of water because I was into like old rock. Plus, I had I had like different masks. So um, when I visited my cousin in Denver, uh, they were into the disco scene, and then so I had like that kind of side of me that I loved, you know, Prince and all that. Um, but then I kind of had to put that in the closet and then go back to kind of old rock. Um, Beatles were big and, and things and, and, but I loved it all. I loved it all. And yeah, I had my bluegrass and I had that, but when I went to Sheridan, then I started. I Sheridan, was, Wyoming, by yes. the way. So then it was like, well, what's your, what's, what's hip here? What's the latest? Uh, you know, George Strait was, was the latest. 
and E.T. Conley, Earl Thomas Conley, you know, he was the top of the charts. And so I'm like, I want to know about them. And so I have all kinds. I've got jazz. I've got. Well, I think what you said is correct, too, because if you look at it sort of from like a stepped back point of view, everything does influence everything else. Yeah, it's all connected. It's all connected. Every music is connected to every other type of music way before going all the way back. And I took a music history course in college. So I know a lot about that, but that's a story for another time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think it's your pick. My pick. Ooh. So since it is Suga's birthday, I decided to pick one of my all time favorite, like party songs or song that just, it gets me pumped up. It gets me excited. Every time I hear it, it makes me want to dance. And that song is Blowing Up by B2B. And once again, that was Blowing Up by B2B. I love that song. You can't see us, but we were dancing the whole time. Yeah. So, yeah. Toes are tapping. The converse were bopping. It's just one of those songs that, <laughs> one, makes me super happy. It's just the instant dopamine rush. Yes. And I just have to dance. Good birthday song. It's a good birthday song. I read that Machine Gun Kelly wants BTS to play at his wedding. <laughs> That would be amazing. That would be so adorable. I'm so happy that he's a fan. I mean, I would have BTS at my wedding, too. I love Machine Gun Kelly. He's fun. He's fun, too. He is. He's super fun. But yeah, so I had to have a party song for Sugar's birthday. Got to do it. (sighs) I love B2B. They're so wonderful. Uh, they, They just make me happy. I first found them when I watched Kingdom. Because I watch Kingdom for Stray Kids. And I'm watching it right now. Yes. Because so. I keep hounding yes. her, telling yes. her that she needs to I watch I keep going Kingdom. down the, all these K-dramas. Uh, I love them all. <laughs> but but I yeah, watched, I'm watching Kingdom I watched right Kingdom for Stray Kids. And the only one I really knew going in was Stray Kids. Mm-hmm. And then I walked away absolutely loving Icon, Beat B, a tease. So... It's just been fun. Oh, and then I got into uh, the podcast. Peniel's a part of Get Real. And oh, it's so good because BM mm-hmm. from Card is also on there. Yes. And I love Ashley. Too. I love Ashley. She's like, it's, wonderful. Oh, it's such a good <laughs> podcast. So I've yeah. listened to that all the way through and then back again. So shout out Peniel. Hey, you. Yeah. <laughs> and what is your pick? Inception by a tease. Oh, I love this song. So do I. That's such a great sound. Oh, so Let's go. And once again, that was Inception by a tease. Yeah. It reminds me to always keep striving towards my dream to be professional singer. So that's that's my choice for this week. The tease has been fun. I really, really love their sound. Sometimes you have 
a band that's just, you feel kind of a serious connection, just their sound. I love their vocals. They're just a great band. So, Yay. See, that's how I kind of felt when I found Card. Yeah. It was just instant. Yeah. It's just love at first listen, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's a tease for you. And I love yeah. That. I love a tease, too. Uh, the visuals. You'll sing. Is, yeah. You'll sing. <laughs> Jim and I. Songwa's. Mine, but I also I love Wu Young and Hong Jung. I love them all. Hong Jung. <laughs> oh, I love Mingi. Mingi is precious. Yeah, uh, they're all they're good. all wonderful. I love them. I love them. Yeah, Jung Ho has Han. fantastic mm. vocals. San is precious. Yes, they're all wonderful. A little cancer baby. Yay! Are sweet. Oh, little feelings get hurt and then they go into their little shell and hide in the corner and it's cute. They're, they're, the they're sweet. They're very they're the sweet. Loveliest. They just have the biggest heart though. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're lovely. Yeah. And then we can't forget Yunho. <gasps> Yunho has a fabulous voice too. Yeah. Oh, Extremely talented. Love their sound so much. So much. They're this, so That's talented. how I felt with BTS. It's just this super connection with mm-hmm. the T's. Yeah. Yeah. So we are looking forward to more from them. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Well, guys, that is all we have for you this yeah. week. Yeah. Next week, what are we going to do, Michaela? Well, Mom Kim, <laughs> we are going to have a little St. Patrick's Day special. Right. Since Let's do it. We are. Irish. We'll put on the Irish beads. The little bit of the Irish. I got to have the green beer. So we are going to talk about lots of things. It'll be a bit of a surprise, but it's going to be a St. Patrick's Day special next week. Yeah, please tune in. Our favorite movies, music, etc. 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 Thanks, you guys. Comment if you know what that movie that's from, by the way. Please. <laughs> Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. And yeah. once again, this was the Kimmick Podcast. Woo! All right. High fives. Oi. And you are? I am Kim. And I you are? am Michaela. And we will see you guys next week. Happy birthday, Shaka! Happy birthday, Shaka! We love you!